Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, enlightening ideas, things you've never thought about, and a new sense of spirituality into your life where you can take spirituality and actually use it in your life. What a concept. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I lost my phone. I've been looking for it everywhere. Guess where I found it? On the charger. <laughs> so, so it's been one of those kind of days, like, okay, whatever. And um, so apparently quite a few of you like the authenticity of my podcast, meaning the noises in the background. So um, I try to make them as real as possible, if you know what I mean. So, so that's a good thing. So today, today. Um, you know, we're a goal-setting, I don't know, society, country, whatever. Goal for this, you know, want to lose this much weight. Uh, want to be a millionaire. Mm, want to do this, want to do that, right? <clears throat> and we're really good at setting goals. And um, it's really interesting, you know, usually when we set the goal or whatever and we get there, then we're not happy. And, you know, I've met a lot of people like this, you know, they, you know, they want to make a lot of money. And so they, okay, I make a lot of money, you know. So they go off and do it, and then they're miserable. <laughs> it's like, and what exactly was the point of the goal again to tell me? Like, it was to make you happy kind of thing. And we do this all the time. And so we're never really satisfied with any of the goals that we accomplish. It's sort of like, well, I want to have a big house. So you get the big house, and you go, oh, my God, my friend just got a bigger one. I need another goal now, you see. And so we do this all the time. We are consistently chasing goals that have no meaning at all. Because, you know, you can die halfway through your goal. <laughs> it's sort of like, does the goal have meaning? No, it doesn't have any meaning at all. It's just something that you wanted to accomplish in life. And so, you know, you go off and do it. And so this is what we do. I mean, I've done it. I've set goals in my life and I've accomplished certain things. And I get there and I go, this is empty as hell, you know, because there's no meaning in it. And we all do this. So what I realized is how do I find meaning in my goals? How do I find something that doesn't bring me disappointment at the end of the goal, whatever it may be? And I realize that, and I think a lot of other people understand this as well, it's in the process, it's in the journey. When I'm thinking about the end result, the goal all the time, I'm not conscious of really what I'm doing and the amount of effort or work that I'm putting into what I'm doing. It's like if I'm practicing guitar or playing guitar. If I'm just thinking I just want to be a better guitar player, I'm not focused in the moment on what I'm doing and taking joy out of exactly what I'm doing. I'm still focused, oh, gee, I've got to get better, I've got to get better. And so I get better and I go, well, I need to get even better, you see? It's the same with everything. So if you take the very things that you're doing that are right in front of you and you put all the focus, all the love, all the caring, the best you can do it, that gives you something in the goal, 
it gives you a process in the goal that brings you a lot of joy. So that when you get to the end of the goal, and let's say the goal doesn't work out for you, then you can say, but by God, I really enjoyed what I did. And so you have something. But in a society, we don't think like that. You know, We think, oh, no, no, I've got to get here, I've got to get here. And so it's a consistent, you know, what is that thing? It's like a little mouse in a wheel, right? Keeps going around, 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 right? And so nothing is ever achieved, you know, because the mouse just keeps going around the wheel. It doesn't go anywhere. And so you do the same thing. It's like you go around the wheel to get the goal, and then on the next goal, around the wheel to get the next one, you see? So to have reverence for whatever you're doing and a sense of spirituality in whatever you're doing, consciously in the moment of whatever you're doing, will bring you joy. That's how you find joy in what you're doing. You don't find it by thinking over there. Over there is an illusion. Anything that's not directly in front of you in the here and now is an illusion. You've created in your mind of wanting it to be something. And you know how we do that. Because we create these things like, oh, my life is going to be great when I have this over here. That's an illusion. Uh, My life is going to be this, this, and this when I do this and this and this. That's an illusion because you're not there. Because you don't know what the circumstances and situations are within those things that are out there. You don't know, right? The only way you know is to be there, right? And you're not there, right? So you have to be in the moment focused on exactly what you're doing. Like if you make food, you know, you give it the, the greatest love and you do it perfectly and you put something in it to give you a sense of accomplishment and a sense of pride and everything. This is how you live. And this is how you do things. That way you're never disappointed because you're taking out of what you're doing right there. It's the same in relationships. The most important thing, and I've learned this, you know, I learn things the hard way. (laughs) I don't think things come easy for me um, because I don't. I learn things the hard way and then I get it, right? It's the same in relationships. You know... We are never usually where the relationship is, (laughs) believe it or not. Because we're never really consciously right there with people. I mean, I'm guilty of this, believe me. And so in relationships, if you want to have an incredible relationship, be there. Be there in the moment. like Because in every moment, you have the ability to create something wonderful within that moment. So if you're with somebody and you are there and you're open to that person and you're right there in that moment with that person, you have all the possibilities of creating something wonderful in that moment through the conversation, through the emotion you express, everything. Do you see? So we are given every moment in life the choice of experiencing however we want to experience it. So if you're a woodworker, you can create something beautiful in the moment and feel it and have that joy from that moment. In the relationship with somebody, you can do the same thing. You can create moments within the relationship rather than the repetitive God knows what that we go on with with stuff and create that in that moment so that it's wonderful. 
which improves your relationship and improves the communication skills, whatever. Everything is in the moment. Anything outside of that is an illusion, right? And like I said just before, we create these illusions and we trick ourselves into believing things and then we hit the reality down the road with it and it, we realize what we've done. You know, I'd have many people ask me, um, what is my purpose in life? And I'd sort of make it look like I was actually thinking <laughs> about it. Of course, they wanted some fabulous answer, you know, everybody does. And so I'd look at them and I'd say, whatever you're doing right now, of course, that's hardly satisfactory for most people, I might add. So to find joy, find it in every moment, because that's where it exists. It doesn't exist out there at all. If you're doing that, like I said, you're creating an illusion. Um, and sometimes we do that because we need to escape. It's very difficult. Sometimes our life situations and everything like this to deal with it. And, but it's how we look at everything. It's how we choose to be in every moment and how we choose to look at it. And so we create these things out here, so to speak, and we use them as escapes. But eventually, you know, it catches up with us. It always does. So what I'm trying to say is take each moment in whatever you're doing and put joy and purpose and meaning into it. Like if it's making food, be conscious of what you're doing. If it's, you know, you're creating music, be conscious of what you're doing. In your conversations with people, be conscious of what you're doing and get in that moment and then create joy within that moment. And that will stay with you for the rest of your life because you've just learned a valuable skill. Then you're not relying on other people or other situations or whatever to bring that to you. Because that's what we do, you know, like I was saying before, you know, if I get this over here, this job over here, I'll be happy. No, you get to the job and you realize you're miserable, right? If I get this over here, I'll be happy. No, you'll get to that and you realize you're miserable, right? So you create it within the moment all the time. And this is hard for me to learn. I mean, I wasn't always like this. I wasn't like anything. <laughs> and so I learned these different things, you know, the spiritual practices, but some of it was already inside of me. It was just a matter of bringing it out. And so I started to understand that because I'd hear people talking about this, about that or whatever, whatever, and I'd see how miserable they are. And I'd see them a year, two or three years later in accomplishing whatever they thought they needed and they're still miserable, right? So it's in the process that you create these things, right? Very important. This is how you find joy. This is how you find happiness. And it improves everything in your life, your health, everything in your life. Like I said, with relationships, it improves relationships and everything as well. And I've had to learn these things myself. So do that. And I'll tell you something, because this is based on the, on the spiritual principles of we attract whatever we are, right? That's really important. So if you're taking something and you're putting, you know, a sense of purpose into it, a sense of love into it, a sense of meaning into it, a sense of depth into it in the moment, whether it's you're talking with somebody or whether it's you're creating something, I can tell you that the result will contain those things. So whatever you're sowing in the moment with something, whatever it is, when you get to the result, 
it will contain those elements. It's like baking a cake. You know, you put love and caring and the right ingredients, you really enjoy it. Then you go to eat it. What happens? You really enjoy it because it contains all those elements. Do you see? So that's why you want to do this. But don't think of the end results with people or situations or work or anything like this. Think of what you're putting in in the moment with it. And that will produce that result at the end. Do you see? So if you mindlessly do stuff here, you'll, it'll be mindless out here for sure. All right, that's an important thing. Something else I want to talk about too, um, because I had this discussion with somebody last night, sort of today, about strength. Because a lot of people going through a lot of difficult times in this world and it's very, very hard for a lot of people to cope. And it can cut you to pieces, you can think of. Sort of saps the strength right out of them. And so they don't know, you know, what to do. How do I become stronger? How do I get through these situations? How do I deal with these situations at all? It's hard for a lot of people. In any situation that, you know, just emasculates you, just takes everything out of you. And so I have a different understanding about, you know, what I think strength is in life. And maybe you can use this if you're in that place where you feel completely depleted or however you feel. I believe strength exists in compassion, caring, forgiveness these elements. To show compassion to somebody requires strength. To show forgiveness to somebody requires strength. To show the ability to care for somebody requires strength. That is true strength. Because we all have to deal with situations and people that we don't like. But if you bring those elements in and you bring those into the people into your life that will give you a sense of strength and it gives you a sense of purpose and it gives you a sense that you're doing the right thing. Then you can look at that and say, I have done something good here. This is my strength. And that helps you mentally and emotionally overcome something. So when you show compassion to somebody, that is strength. You can say, I've shown compassion to this person, even though I don't agree with them, they did this to me. That is strength then you can feel good about that and that strength that you have developed in that and bring that into your life. So the areas before where you felt like maybe I needed to be strong here and strong here, and you can't do that now, you can do these other things, which are much more noble, believe me, and use these things to give you a different sense of strength while you are weathering out whatever storm it is. A lot of people look at kindness, compassion, caring as weakness. Oh, look, he's so weak here because I wouldn't do that because I'm this. Fine, you believe that. It's far better to be able to have these qualities to improve the qualities of other people's lives. Because there's a law out there called karma, whether you believe it or not. And karma gives back to you what you give to other people. I've seen it so many times. 
in the era. Sometimes you hear the word instant karma, or boy, that person's karma came back on him. It's true. So by developing these qualities of compassion, caring, integrity, and using them to help other people and build those strengths within that, that karma will come back on you. And when you need help, you're going to get it. Because somebody is going to come to you and show you compassion or show you caring and give you what you need in your time of need. This is how it works. This is how the universe works, you see. So all those different qualities, and there's probably other ones, you know, that I'm not thinking of here. But take them. Don't look at these things as being weaknesses. Compassion is not a weakness, right? Caring is not a weakness. Quite often, I mean, I know people who have been in situations where they've had to do these things regardless. It's made them better people. It's made the people around them better people. So practice these kind of things, for sure. So... (laughs) Um, I read the emails that I, I that I get, you know, and it's very interesting. A lot of you have problems, you know, because of the way everything is. Um, dealing with other people in your life, you know, that, um, you know, because they're around a lot more. <laughs> it's like, you know, I used to have women come and see me, you know, and they'd say to me, please tell me my husband's not going to retire <laughs> and things like this, right? I'm going, oh, my God, because, you know, people set up their own lives and they like it like that and, and something changes, you know, and almost like your husband's home all the time or your friend, your lover or whatever, and it changes all the dynamics of everything. And people have a really hard time with this stuff because we, we create these relationships, you know, on this on this little tipping balance thing. It's like as long as it stays within this, then it's going to be okay, right? As long as if it tips a little bit this way, it's not going to be okay. Tips this way, it's not going to be okay, right? And so, so many of us are going through that because we've got to stay at home with these people that we really can't stand, Right is really the truth of the matter. We can only stand them to a certain degree, leave them over there. So I get emails about this all the time. And I've mentioned it before. I've talked about it before, you know. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, there's some people I don't like being around (laughs) as much as I talk about all this stuff, right? And so you have to sort of allow things to flow through you because this is not going to last forever. You have to allow things to flow through you. And... Look, I've said this before too. If somebody's criticizing you, you know, because we're all uptight, you know, it's not about you. It's about the frustrations that exist within their own life that they're just unleashing on you. So you shouldn't take most things so personally, (laughs) believe me, and you'll be a lot better. So, you know, if you're in these kind of situations where you have to actually live with your husband or your boyfriend or your dog, (laughs) whatever, don't take it all so personally because we're all sensitive. I mean, I'm very, very sensitive. It's been pointed out to me, but I don't really see myself that sensitive. But it's, anyway, so don't take everything so personally because it really doesn't matter. You really shouldn't take anything so personally anyway because it's all just reflections of other people's thoughts and feelings based upon whatever they might have been going through and you're the perfect target today for them to tell you how terrible you are or something like that, right? So... Just allow things to flow through you. I try to do it to the best of my ability. And it does help my life in a lot of ways. Like I'm not perfect at everything. I've said that many times. And um, and I know it. You know, And people are like mirrors. They actually show us what we're not good at, believe it or not. 
I mean, people come into our lives in a lot of ways to act like a mirror to show us who we are because we interact with that person and that person sort of reflects back to us who we are. And so then we get to see who we are and then we can sort of change it or become better if we like, a better person or maybe better in tune with the person that's sort of telling us this, all right? So there's two things, right? There are the people who criticize you no matter what because that's just the way they are. You don't take that stuff personally, right? The people that you have meaningful conversations with who reflect back to you who you are, they're like a mirror. So you take that information, that's the stuff that you take, and you go, yeah, maybe I can improve this, you know, maybe I can become a better person, whatever, right? So a lot of today is about being about a better person, because I need to be a better person. So in a lot of ways, I'm talking to myself, believe it or not. <laughs> so, so now I'm going to go and listen to my own podcast that I'm talking to myself about. So anyway, be kind, be compassionate, be caring. Help everybody get through this, because then we become better people. And in the next crisis in life, we're better people and we help each other and we all get through it a lot easier. Thank you.